Hey, what is up, my dudes? You can find us every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For the full experience, remember to check us out on YouTube at TFF Dudes. And as always, don't be rude, share the dudes. Informed, outspoken, wild, fearless, hardly ever politically correct. This is the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. What is up, my dudes? This is Trent with the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. I am joined by myself, I guess. I'm doing another waiver episode here. Got a lot of good feedback on last week's show, so I thought I'd keep going into it, guys, and I thought I'd start putting these on YouTube as all as well. So if you want to get the full experience, go head over to YouTube at TFF Dudes. Remember to give us a like and a subscribe Really helps us out putting all the features on the board. But if you want all of these waiver ads, go sign up for our dudes letter at www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. Remember, don't be rude. Share the dudes. The biggest thing you can do to help this pod out is to help share it with a friend. So before we get into all of our week three waiver ads, guys, I thought that I would, you know, I was watching Sunday night football the other night, okay? And I, I just wanted to take a moment to discuss touchdown celebrations, okay? I, I saw something unique. And uh, the first touchdown celebration actually was performed by Elmo Wright. Simple spike. Spike the football. It's the first thing we got. Then it went to, you know, Billy White Shoes Johnson. He used to do the chicken dance. Then from there, it went to the icky shuffle. Touchdown celebrations have kind of become a big part of the game, from Terrell Owens pulling the pin out of his sock on Monday Night Football to sign the football and hand it to the fan. Chad Johnson, you know, he put that little towel on the ball, made it a diaper, you know, acted like he was changing a diaper. The football was the baby. Real cute, okay? So touchdown celebrations have come a long way. But talking about Chad Johnson made me start thinking of diapers, okay? You know, when I said the whole diaper thing, and speaking of diapers, this is not a Manscaped promo, although Dudes 20, 20% off your whole entire order really helps us out, guys. Go over to, head over to Manscaped. They do not have diapers. I'm sorry. Hope I didn't get your hopes up. But I saw something on Sunday Night Football that kind of reminded me of being a father. And, and usually in these waiver, these waiver articles I've been doing, I usually talk about things that husbands go through or fathers. So this is more of a father thing as a young father. So Sunday Night Football remind me of being a young father. I saw Bill Belichick being unhappy with the ball placement. And I, I'm going to pull this video up on YouTube here. You can go check it out. But you have Bill Belichick here. He's kind of watching. He starts pulling up his pant leg and pulls out this out of his sock. He pulls the flag out of his sock like it's a sheath, a sheath holding a dagger. Strangest thing. Looks at the ref, okay? The ref finally gets the chain set and then he spikes it down, okay? Just throws it down with attitude. Uh, I don't know, like defiance. It looked like defiance. And that's where I'm going to go to as being a father, okay? And, and I'm going to roll that again. You know, you can watch that on YouTube at TFF Dudes. Really helps us out, guys. Go check that out. But, uh, as a father, you he, you know, he slowly pulls up that plant leg, retrieves the flag from his sock, just like a dagger from a sheath, okay? He, and he waits patiently. And this kind of reminds me of, of being a father with young children. You know, you can tell your kids like, hey, you need to eat all your food. Well, 
when you have a kid that's under the age of one, under the age of two, maybe all the way up to three, they sometimes just don't like eating their food. And as I'm here picking up the food off the ground from my, you know, one-year-old, you know, she's a good eater. You know, maybe it runs in the family. I don't know. You tell me. But she looks at me and I'm just thinking, don't do it. Don't do it. She throws more food on the ground. You know, it's a little game for kids. They like throwing their food on the ground. And it's horrible. And when I saw Belichick throw that flag, he looked like a defiant little child throwing the flag down on the ground. He knew he wanted to challenge the spot of the ball, and it was a bad spot in his defense. But he could have done it sooner, and he just looked a little childish. I And what I'm thinking with touchdown celebrations, maybe coaches get to the point where it's like, hey, let's. this is kind of my time for glory. Maybe I can throw the flag like you know how... Terrell Owens used to do touchdown celebrations. Maybe it's a whole other thing. Maybe you do the, you know, the little uh, Flavor Town thing, the Rick Fieri deal, or uh, the what's his name, Emerald, the the Bam. You know, throw the flag down. So maybe this is something new. Maybe Belichick starts doing this more. So I I I don't know. As a father, I've learned you don't care about what others think as long as your child isn't crying in the restaurant causing food related problems. All of a sudden, you find yourself doing the crazy choo-choo train or the airplane. You look like a psycho in the restaurant, but those are the things you do as a parent to make sure your kids are well-behaved, okay? Just like, and people might make fun of you, but you know, maybe they aren't a parent. Maybe they don't have kids. They don't understand being a father. Just like people might have made fun of you when you spent all your fab last week on players like Puka. But you have to stick with what works, guys. Not concern yourself with the naysayers. Who knows? Hopefully, you spent all that fab on Puka, and people might have made fun of you for a little bit. I even said, don't start him, Bertha's 49ers. The guy is uh, breaking all kinds of records, so guys. So, with that being said, enough with touchdown celebrations, father moves. Let's move on to our waiver options below. I have all roster percentages below 68% on sleeper. And if you're looking for the full ultimate fantasy football experience, consider switching leagues to sleeper today they also have some exciting picks you know you can do promo code dudes 100 they'll match up to 100 and here's the deal with sleeper guys they had a really nice promo for nick chubb tonight 78 and a half rushing yards actually to be can be exact he gets hurt they refund everybody their money that is a company with integrity that we are proud to stand behind go over to sleeper tell them the dude sent you promo code dudes 100 nick chubb Hopefully not his whole career. It looks like it could be his whole career. I believe it's the same knee he's injured before. Did not look good, guys. I got some waiver wires in here. I think you want to pick up Jerome Ford, though. He's looking really good on Monday Night Football right now as we speak. He just broke a 60-plus yard touchdown run. Very electric. He's 17% owned. He's the next man up in Cleveland. They like running the football, guys. Go add Jerome Ford. You might want to throw a large part of your fab at it as well. But before we get into running backs, guys, I want to get into quarterbacks, okay? So remember to rate, review, give a subscribe, thumbs up, and uh, yeah, so quarterbacks here, guys. Quarterbacks were a little crazy this week. Uh, We'll dive right in. We'll throw it over to him. Russell Wilson, 49% owned. Let Russ Cook had a huge fantasy football finish in week two. His late game heroics were almost enough to beat the commanders. And late game heroics, they honestly should have, they were up big. They blew this game. Uh, He almost made it a game. They're a two point conversion away from going into overtime. He is quarterback five on the season, and he's going to have to put up points this week against the Dolphins. 
Maybe you want to stream Russ. I doubt it. There's no bye weeks yet, but he's playing. He had a really good game this week. I know he's QB5. All of these uh, rankings on the season are according to PFF, half-point rankings. So that's where I'm getting all my rankings, just so you all are aware of that. But Russell Wilson, 49% owned. Go add him if you need some quarterback help. Number two, Jordan Love, 60% ownership. QB2 on the season has thrown three TDs in back-to-back games despite a late-game loss to Atlanta. It's only going to get better, though, when Christian Watson gets healthier, and it would sure be nice if Jordan Love could start to get some more air yards. He's throwing touchdowns. We just need those yards for the extra points. So uh, plays the Saints in week three at Third on the list, I have C.J. Stroud, 24% owned. QB 14 on the season, had some success versus the Colts. He's got to have. He's going to play against Trevor Lawrence, who did not have a good game last week. Stroud's starting to get in rhythm with Nico Collins and Tank Dell. This might be more of like a stream matchup type quarterback ad where you just play him on matchups, kind of like Baker Mayfield. I don't like Baker Mayfield this week. He is playing really good. He's being very efficient on third down. He's not turning the ball over. He's not taking sacks. We don't need to talk about Baker Mayfield anymore. These are just two streaming options, CJ Stroud, Baker Mayfield. And fourth on my list, I have Sam Howe, 22% owners owned. He had a thrilling comeback versus the Broncos this week. QB 10 on the season. Eric Benamy seems to be putting Howe in excellent positions to succeed. Big test this week coming against Buffalo, guys. So I got the whole list here on the screen. Go sign up for this at www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. And while we're talking about this, if you don't have a trophy for your fantasy football league yet, go head over to trophysmack.com forward slash dudes. Get 15% off your whole entire order, guys. Really helps us out and really helps your league out. Get some of those last last place punishment awards, first place trophies, whatever you want. The sky's the limit with Trophy Smack. Go check those guys out. Tell them the dude sent you. Again, www.trophysmack.com forward slash dudes. Got nice graphics here on the YouTube page. Go check that out. Give us a sub. Up next, we have our running back waiver ads. And a good running back week, guys. Like, uh, there's been some injuries. Like I said, Jerome Ford, 17% rostered right now. Next man up in Cleveland. He's going to have the volume. I like Jerome Ford. If you're a Nick Chubb owner, hopefully you already had Jerome Ford on your bench, but it's early in the season. Maybe you don't have a handcuff yet. So Jerome Ford, number one waiver, probably waiver ad for the week. Number two, Kyron Williams, 64% owned. Should be the Rams leading back from this point forward. Cam Akers, healthy scratch. There is trade rumors. He is going to be out there. He Kyron Williams is running back two on the season and only 64% rostered. Pick my dude up. He was my number one waiver out of the week. Maybe it's Jerome Ford. I still kind of lean towards Kyron Williams. He's at 64% rostership, though. So maybe... I, I might lead Kyron right now. Both of these guys are like 1A, 1B, Kyron and Jerome Ford. So go pick up both of them if you can. Uh, running back is bleak right now. But running back two on the season behind Christian McCaffrey. Uh, running back three on my list, I have Matt Breida, 3% owned. Death, taxes, and Matt Breida being talked about in waivers. The three guarantees in life. Saquon hurt his ankles, supposed to be out three weeks. The G-men are traveling to the West Coast to take on the 49ers this week. Kyron Williams just had a good game. Not saying Matt Breida will. Seems like Matt Breida's in these waiver articles every single year. Running back number four, Zach Moss, 56% owned. He got 98% of the team's carries in week two, and he's the Colts, was the only Colts running back to play an offensive snap this week. 
We'll see what happens with Anthony Richardson. Had two rushing touchdowns. I know he's in concussion protocol right now. Zach Moss is a guy that will get reps and will be on the field. And then I have Jalen Warren, 47% rostered. He is had a pretty good game Monday Night Football. I haven't checked the current score of the game at the moment. I believe he had nine points last I checked. Seems like Najee Harris is a, a big letdown so far. So Jalen Warren, not saying to play him. And my whole, so I'd say more of my holds are Jalen Warren, Tajay Spears, Roshan Johnson, and Craig Reynolds. Craig Reynolds is the backup to Jameer Gibbs. So go check that out. I know that Gamble likes having multiple running backs in there. I don't know if he's going to, I believe he's going to just unleash Gibbs. That's what I hope. But he's kind of a committee guy. Uh, Gibbs had the most uh, targets on the team last week. So go ahead and check that out. Running through my running backs real quick, I had Jerome Ford at number one, Kyron Williams at number two, Matt Breida at number three, Zach Moss at four, Jalen Warren at five, and my holds were Ty J. J. Spears, Roshan Johnson, and Craig Reynolds. All right, let's throw it over to the wide receivers, guys. Wide receiver one, I Josh, I have Josh Reynolds, 21% owned, Back-to-back, double-digit performance, wide receiver 10 on the season, guys. Josh Reynolds needs to be rostered. He's making a big case for uh, Jamison Williams. I know Jamison Williams comes back week six. Maybe this is only a rental. Who knows? But I like Josh Reynolds right now. He's playing hot. Go with the hot hand. You can probably plug this guy in your lineup. He's finding the end zone. Number two on my list. I just, when I read this one, I feel really bad for this guy, okay? Because I just know how I was in junior high. I know how junior high boys were. This name is something that on the playground you get made fun of a lot. Glad he made the NFL. Glad it seems like he's doing good. Tutu Atwell. Don't, he is 32% rostered. Back-to-back, double-digit performance. Wide receiver 18 in the season. He could just be a rental until Cup is back. Puka's putting up huge numbers, but don't sleep on Tutu, okay? So give Tutu a shot. He's... He's very he's playable. You can play 2-2. Stafford looks good. He's healthy. As long as Stafford's healthy and cups out, I think you can play 2-2 out well. Number three, I have Nico Collins and Tank Dell kind of both together. Both had nine targets last week. Slight bump to Nico, but it's a good opportunity for both pass catchers this week for the Jaguars if Stroud can keep the ball rolling. Number four, Mac Collins. 3% rostered. Ritter threw all the YOLO balls to Hollins for whatever reason. I need to see more, but he's leading his team as receiving yards, so take that with a grain of salt. This is the Falcons, and they're a very strange team. But Mac Hollins, you know, he's a good uh, hope and a prayer, I will say. And we now have we got a new T-shirt coming out, so stay tuned, okay? It's going to be really good. It's Falcons-related. You know, I'm a Falcons guy. Uh, Let's just release it right now. Feed Kyle Pitts. It's right there on the screen. Check it out. We got to do it. Feed Kyle Pitts, guys. Join the army. Let's get these things sold. Buy the free Kyle Pitts shirts. The guy needs to be fed. He's too talented to not be getting the ball. Number five on my list, I have just some holds here. I have hold Marvin Mims. He had two catches for 113 yards and TD. Also contributed a little bit in the rushing game. Pick him up if you have some room, guys, okay? So going back on all my wide receivers, I have Josh Reynolds, Tutu Atwell, Nico Collins, Matt Collins, and then Marvin Mims as a hold, guys. So go ahead and see what you got in your leagues. Every league is different. And when it comes to different leagues, maybe your season, you're 0-2 right now. You're getting frustrated. 
What you need to do is go over an underdog. You can do drafts every single week. Drafting it to your friends, people you don't know, as little as $3. You can win some really big cash. So go check that out. Underdogs, promo code dudes, match up to $100. Really helps us out, guys. So, end of the waiver show here. Got one more position to go over. We don't do kickers. I might have a kicker bonus. I kind of like the Cowboys kicker. I'm a Cowboys fan. Seems like McCarthy's getting conservative in the red zone. He's fine with taking field goals as of right now because he's got the defense to win him games, okay? So I think he has no problem just kicking field goals, taking his foot off the pedal a little bit. It's just don't force turnovers over there in Big D on offense. Their defense can win them games. Tight ends. Here we go. Hunter Henry is 45% owned. Tight end two on the season. Back-to-back 14-point finishes and half-point PPR TD in each game, it's a tough matchup, maybe, versus the Jets, but Dallas just had two tight ends score versus them, two different tight ends. So I believe this is a must-add unless you have Kelsey, Hawkinson, or Mark Andrews. So Hunter Henry is a good waiver add. If you don't have those three guys, he's tight end two on the season. My second tight end I have is Luke Musgrave, 31% rostered, led the Packers in routes and targets. Christian Watson will maybe help him a little bit, just to maybe open things up a little bit. He is still the guy there is Musgrave until Watson's there. So I'm thinking Watson will take some pressure off of him and he'll be open even more. I feel like a Luke Musgrave blow up game is coming. And then third on my list, I have Hayden Hurst, 34% rostered, has a great matchup this week versus Seattle. So if all those guys are taken, Hayden Hurst is the guy I'd go with. But those other two guys need to be rostered and I think you could play them also. Guys, if you enjoyed this article, be sure to... Well, actually, you know, I'll, I'll throw that list up on there. We've got a nice little graphic here. I had Hunter Henry, Luke Musgrave, and Hayden Hurst, okay? So, guys, if you enjoyed this article, enjoyed this show, remember, don't be rude. Share the dudes. really helps us out. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a sub. Check out the podcast at www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. Don't miss our week three preview and starts this Thursday. We will see you next time, guys. And as always, take care. This has been another episode of the Fantasy Football Dudes podcast. Remember to rate, review, and follow. For more information, go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. And remember, we are sorry for absolutely nothing.